Greetings, friends, and welcome to this week's audio musing. My name is Darian Duckworth, and I am so glad you're here. For nearly a decade now, I have found great joy in writing mostly weekly blog posts on all the good things God is revealing in our world today. This weekly podcast is simply a reading of that post, an audio version of the written musing. I currently serve as a United Methodist pastor in Mississippi and hold a doctorate in end-of-life care. My ministerial passion is companioning individuals and congregations in grief, death, and dying. The views expressed are mine alone and not those of my employer or denomination. My hope is that this somewhat weekly reflection will give you permission to pause and reflect on God's goodness for a few minutes, to hear His voice, and perhaps see Him at work in a new way. Let's jump right in to this week's post. This week's post is titled, Well-Told Holy Spirit Stories. It was the best first line I'd ever heard. I was a sophomore in high school, and my creative writing class had an exercise about writing first lines of short stories that hook you, that draw you in, that compel you to read farther. Before we could write, however, we had to read. We also had to listen, for we read with our ears as well as our eyes. My teacher opened a worn book, flipped a few pages, and invited us to listen. This was what we heard. The year I was 13, 1957, my father had a nervous breakdown, my brother had a wreck, and I started speaking in tongues. My eyes popped wide open at the possibility of what might come next. It's no wonder the teacher chose the first line of this short story, Tongues of Fire, from Lee Smith's collection, Me and My Baby View the Eclipse. It was full of both detail and teaser. Quality writing was not the sole reason I wanted to read more. I wanted to read how she wrote about speaking in tongues. Up until then, everything I'd seen or read in pop culture exaggerated or caricatured the Pentecostal experience. Lee Smith got it right, though, in this opening line and in the story that followed. She portrayed the narrator's experience with a healthy balance of reverence for the Holy Spirit and fascination for a specific gift of the Spirit. When you've experienced or witnessed something that can only be described as God at work, words often fail, yet you still want to tell that story. I had always struggled with how to write about my own spiritual formation in the charismatic movement, and in a healthy way, I still do. Here in my first daily class devoted to writing, Lee Smith taught me a valuable lesson that I also heard from many a pulpit. Be bold, but stay reverent. There is no end to stories about spiritual experiences, especially for followers of Jesus. In my opinion, a well-told Holy Spirit story is not about explaining how or why the experience happens. A well-told Holy Spirit story captures place and voice and people with a narrator who is offering testimony of what happened. Nearly 20 years after that sense of recognition I felt in creative writing class, the same feeling emerged as I read Monica West's debut novel, Revival Season. Like Tongues of Fire, the narrator is a female teenager. The story has a coming-of-age feel to it, and a gift of the Holy Spirit is central to the storyline. 
Smith writes about speaking in tongues, while West's novel revolves around healing. These stories are not necessarily easy to read. There is brokenness, there is crisis of faith, there is disappointment, there is a lot of pain. In other words, the stories are very human. And humanity is exactly where the Holy Spirit has taken up residency. The gifts of the Spirit are not pawns or tricks in these stories. They are part of these human beings' experiences of the divine. Although we humans are guilty of misusing them sometimes for personal gain, as we see in both Revival Season and Tongues of Fire, the scriptures teach us that the Spirit's gifts are supposed to bring restoration and order and power to the body of Christ. So what will we do with these gifts our Lord has entrusted to us? It's time to start talking about them and actively looking for them at work in our world. It's time to open ourselves up to receiving them. It's time to stop being afraid of how the Spirit might move through us, even as we maintain a healthy, holy fear of His power. Perhaps we should begin with testimony. Tell your story of encountering Jesus. Tell how you've witnessed the Spirit at work in your life. Tell how you know your Heavenly Father. Every writer has to start somewhere, and in a way, all of us who follow Jesus are writers. We are creators, artists, and craftsmen, charged with the responsibility to draw people into the greatest story ever told. Tell your story, and tell it well, for it is God's story, too. Thank you so much for listening to God with me today. To read today's and other musings, learn about Christian yoga, Find resources on grief and hope and much more. Visit my website, www.darianduckworth.com. A link is in the show notes, along with a song selection to accompany the music. This week's music recommendation is the song Fresh Wind uh, by Hillsong Worship. This is a song that I just recently uh, was introduced to, and it is truly a corporate worship song. It is a cry of the heart of God's people for a fresh blowing of the wind of the Holy Spirit. It, of course, brings up images from the first day of Pentecost, and uh, it is a cry of the heart of God's people asking um, for the Holy Spirit to come. And with the Holy Spirit comes those gifts that we talked about in today's musing. So I encourage you to take a moment uh, to watch the video. The lyrics are available. It only lasts for about four or five minutes, and I hope that it will be a blessing to you today. Speaking of music, a special thanks to Julius H. at Pixabay for the lovely music we are able to use on the podcast. You can listen to Julius's original compositions at the link in the show notes. I look forward to visiting with you again next week, and until then... All good things to each of you.